0: From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show.
2: Woo. I guess I don't get my music this week. Hey, (laughs) y'all. I mean, I was trying to make
1: sure your headset was right.
2: That's true. That's true. I understand. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. It's okay. We're going to make it work anyway. Hello, everybody, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV. If you didn't know, Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for BET's The Game. That's right. And today we've got all sorts of female estrogen rolling around Mm -hmm. up in here because apparently the testosterone is afraid of us right now, so they are (laughs) MIA, and I can't tell you where they are. I can make something up, but I won't because I usually (laughs) do that anyway. But this week... We got us a show. Yeah. We got us some interesting news coming up. We got all kinds of crazy stuff to share and to relish in and learn about and talk about this week. So let's get started on our episode, Let Them Eat Cupcake. 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 <laughs> oh, so I get penny. my little bee. I like it. I like it. I like it.
1: Better late than never, no?
2: Always better late than never. Thank and you. And so, starting <laughs> off for the episode, we'll go around the table as we usually do and kind of give first impressions and introduce yourself because I didn't introduce you at the top of the show because I got distracted with that whole music thing. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> no right problem, across the table.
3: Courtney. I'm your girl, Stanley. I've been here for a couple weeks now. Yes, and you've becoming a loving vet. thing it, yes. Yes, and yes, yes. This episode, it's kind of fitting that the guys aren't here because let them eat cupcake, cupcake, referencing <laughs> the <sighs> woman's <sighs> most powerful part of her. Everybody. I love
2: that I'm slow and didn't realize that until you started to say it. Go on.
3: <laughs> um, yes, this you is... You
2: really need a sugar Courtney. Well, because they were eating cupcakes. I was like, ew, was that supposed to be
3: man Yeah, another reference. Because so, actually, one of my favorite things is cupcakes. And now yes. after this show, I kind of have and to... Know,
2: has it ever change. been referred? I guess they call it cakes, beating those cakes. Okay, go on.
1: <laughs> it's a new, there's a new song out right now saying cake, too, so just cake, FYI. Cake, cake yeah. I Riana?
2: guess I have heard it. I just haven't heard it as cupcake. Cupcake. So, okay. Yeah. Go on, doll. And
3: um, I, this episode, it wasn't my favorite. There wasn't a lot going on, but I did love, I wanted Pookie back, and I love how he's kind of becoming a stable character in the show, and especially he was the counselor in the end when you get mm-hmm. to it. So I really cool. thought, I liked it.
2: Cool. We'll mm-hmm. jump into that shortly. Miss yes. Isabel Mar, what did you I, think this week?
4: I liked it. I really you told did. me you got
2: teary at yes, the end. Yes, I, I wanted liked to vomit. it.
4: vomit <laughs> that could be my hormones. I was Courtney, gonna say it's because but... you're pregnant. No, I, <laughs> I didn't but call I liked you like that. it. I really liked it, and yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to say why. We'll get into yeah, it later. But I liked it.
2: All okay. right. Well, she liked it. I didn't. I was bored, and I'm pretty sure I missed about. <laughs> 12 minutes of it when, like, uh, the two were chatting at the bar. Like, I was totally zoned out. It wasn't working for me. I don't know. I just Nothing was funny and nothing was overly dramatic. But I did enjoy the end, which we will talk about soon. Mm -hmm. So let's get right into the episode. So we had two storylines going on this week. And uh, the first one we'll chat about is Mm -hmm. the Melanie and Derwin situation set up. I can't believe they made this decision and went ahead with it. Like, it's okay but they did so Melanie has taken herself apparently Johns Hopkins is in DC I still thought it was in Maryland well Maryland (laughs) DC is technically the same so yeah and uh, so she's gone and Mm -hmm. they chat and Derwin's just chilling trying to find what to do with himself without Mm -hmm. his son without his ex his baby mama without his wife like Mm -hmm. what am I doing so he practiced he went to the bar he hung out and looked sad (laughs) how y'all feel about that
3: he hung out with his ninjas. His ninjas. And I have to say, it's funny, me and my friends, we, instead of the other N-word, of we course. actually use ninjas, so it's funny that Derwin... They've started to use that quite often in the show, which is nice. Yeah. I think. But the thing is, I don't know, the whole thing with Melanie leaving, I kind of had a problem with it from the last couple of episodes, and so them just, all of a sudden, she's gone, no goodbyes, mm-hmm. and we get a phone call saying, I miss you, I love you, all this stuff... It's just kind of... I guess it makes us feel more emotional about it because I was really like, oh, my God. Like, I was feeling probably what Darwin was feeling like. Mm -hmm. No, I love you. You ran up and left for an education at this point in your life. And I don't know. I think Derwin handled himself great. I'm always Team Derwin. That is true. That is true. You know, he's kind of in touch with his emotions. He went out and hung with his boys. He focused on his career. But then at the end of the day, he knew that he still missed his baby. Vomit. <laughs> I th- yeah, I think that's why I liked it.
4: I feel like in the past episodes, we don't see him get very emotional about her. And a few times I wonder, like, does he do even love care her? about her no. lover anymore? Is he just over her because he made the mistake of marrying her and he's just like, well, what can I do now? Mm-hmm. But um, so this episode kind of brought it together for me. And I was like, okay, he kind of does. And maybe it's the whole saying, once it's gone, you miss what you had. You know, mm-hmm. I just. I think that's why I like the episode because
2: the storyline between them.
4: them. I actually think this was the perfect time for her to leave. No kids, no nothing, you know. Some women when they have kids, they feel like it's time to go back to school or finish what they didn't, you know, mm-hmm. what they didn't get to finish before they had the baby. So I think this was the perfect time in their relationship and to leave and So go you go agree? Yes. you were here last
2: week. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, she wasn't I actually
4: here. agree. I think You know, he, I understand what she signed up for, but it's not going to make their relationship any better if she feels like she didn't get to finish what she started. Maybe she should have done that before she accepted marriage and got involved in that, but I, it's so different now, and I think there's no kids involved. She's not leaving anything behind but him. There are some consequences she can pay, and that we all know could be, you know, the relationship ending, or him cheating, or just not having that feelings between each other anymore I don't know drifting apart but I think sometimes when you're that unhappy or at least that's what she claims mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: uh, you gotta take the chance you don't think that it would have been equally as fulfilling or trying to find a way to do that where you are um, maybe, but I think because my issue was never. Neither of us had a problem with her wanting to finish school and mm-hmm. get to work. Because Lord knows she needed to be at work for like the last two years. Right. right, right. She <laughs> needs
4: something so, You her know, time. I think like some people make that fantasy in their mind where I'm going to go to UCLA and that's where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. So if she knew she could get into the school that she's been always dreaming of going to, I think I would still try to go back there.
2: Mm. Do you think, though, that her focus on Johns Hopkins as the root of all my problems and my energy is Mm -hmm. actually just her way of picking something to label it? Because the truth is, is that she really is not wanting to be married to Derwin. Right. But that's why I think
4: this is a good time in their lives where she can... Move on and then really decide, you know what, it's either that that I was missing or I'm just not ready to be with you.
3: I see what you're saying from that perspective. It's a test. So Mm -hmm. if they make it through this, then they're meant to be. If they don't, they weren't meant to be. But what we were asking last episode or last time we were here was, did she have a right to make that decision without consulting her husband and making it a joint decision? Like... I had a problem with her just coming to Derwin and being like I'm unhappy with my life it's because of Johns Hopkins and I'm going with or without you I mean that's not how you enter a union and make right. decision so that's kind of what I had a problem with more than her decision even to go back to school Right, but
4: I don't think they've been that couple that have always worked on something together i think it's always been it's my kid so stay away even though she's living with him Uh, it's my career so you gotta stick you know it's never been a mutual thing so i think that's how what they're used to and i think she just did what she's used to in her relationship this is what i want and we're used to either you come along and you agree or i'm gone (laughs)
2: Well, I, she I got what she was, wanted. Yeah. She went away, mm-hmm. and I can I must say, I still can't be on team derwin because I felt zero sympathy <laughs> right. for him when he was eating his chicken leg. Like because I felt like it was another one of those. Oh, <laughs> she's not here. At least she cooked for me. That's what I care about because <laughs> I'm alone and eating alone. Like whatever. Because there was no fight or support before then, mm-hmm. and I think he was self-absorbed. Just like I think she's self-absorbed, and it's only further proof. And I feel no pity with him sitting there eating his pork chop by himself.
4: I liked it when he <laughs> refused to go home. Yeah, for I two think, days. Yeah, like he was just like, I don't want to feel what it's gonna be like to be with. <laughs> I think so he, I, you know he also <laughs> could have been afraid. Maybe I'm not gonna miss her when I get home.
2: I don't know. I just <laughs> think it's cheesy. You think it's cheesy? Yeah, I think it's cheesy. Because I just think it's so... Because you're not
4: used to seeing him like that. <laughs> not
2: just that. Because he was kind of like the sap in the beginning. And he was like the goody boy. And I remember the storyline like in the earlier episodes in mm-hmm. like season two or three where she had the teddy bear that he held on to. And Janae right. found and whatever. Right. And I, so like right. that I kind of bought. He's got something sensitive right. in him. Way but down. I was just like, whatever. <laughs> I guess I, I I can see some positive in him now because he did let her go. Because in the end, even though she She's, said, I, I to go he could have been like no this is over right you leave that's it all your bags exactly so I'm sure he wasn't happy about it but he obviously conceded and allowed her or not allowed her but didn't make a issue so much of her leaving so go him I don't know and I actually thought
4: when he got home she was gonna surprisingly like pop out of nowhere and be like I'm
2: back or something (laughs) I'm here. Because it's always I like might have had a show. thought of that until we found out some gossip, but we'll talk about that right. in a minute. Oh, boy. Mm. In the meantime, I wonder where Melanie's buying her books for school, because if you didn't know, you can actually <laughs> buy books on Amazon.com. And for those of you out there listening to us, if you are Amazon shoppers, which I'm sure most of you are, because who doesn't shop on Amazon? Mm-hmm. I mean, we buy everything on Amazon. Mm-hmm. You should go to our website, www.afterbuzzTV.com, and then click on a banner that says Amazon and connect to the Amazon. On site through AfterBuzzTV.com because it helps us out. It keeps our lights on, and it doesn't cost you anything to do anything, mm-hmm. and you still get to shop and buy wonderful things like shoes and books and wax kits. That's what I got on Amazon. <laughs> do you
3: know I, I even bought headlights for my car on Amazon?
2: Word. We bought a box of LED lights on Amazon for like thirty bucks yesterday. Yeah. So it's awesome. But apparently, we have a phone call. So let's see who we got to talk to today. Caller, are you there? Hello, (laughs) Kenny. I wonder who this is. Cupcake, cupcake. Hi, you doing, Kanika. How are you doing? I'm good. I
5: just got home from my cupcake meeting.
2: Oh, (laughs) you haven't had a cupcake for a very long time. You're not allowed. Kenny,
5: I'm, a, a I'm allowed to recapture my cupcake. Thank you very much.
2: Oh, <laughs> Recapture your cupcake. Okay, well, you have to do that through surgery, which we can't talk about right now. But what I want to know is what you thought of the episode initially, and then give me your thoughts on Melanie.
5: Um, I actually like this episode. Um, I think it, you, it's you looking a lot us. like the uh, <laughs> what it used to be on the CW as far as the writing and the pacing goes. Um, I can agree yeah. with that. And well. I actually... I mean, I, I told you guys uh, a couple of episodes ago that um, I'm starting to like Melanie. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't miss her in this episode. I'm glad that she's not there. It was kind of a, a kind of refreshing not to have her there. And I actually like the storyline the way it's going. I don't approve of um, you know her decision to leave, and you know it is they're in a marriage and yada yada yada. But you know I kind of like the fact that she, you know she made a decision and she just and she left. So. She's stuck with it,
2: and she's not whining about it to get on your nerves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah so.
0: Okay,
2: I feel you, I feel you. Well, we're glad Melanie is making some sort of choices in life, because Lord knows she has been a sloppy, boring mess for a while now. <laughs> but apparently there's also other decisions that needed to be made in this episode that I didn't know existed. <laughs> so, Miss Tasha Mack. Yeah. Has a nymphomania problem? Mm. <laughs> Was anybody else surprised by this? Yes. (laughs) Or confused? I thought bad I, relationship, yes, and mate but to really classify right. herself as, as a, a nympho, nympho so. slash sex
4: addict problem. I actually had to rewind it a few times. Like, did I miss yes. That? Yes. what do we have
2: what? I mean, in this group four. Did anybody catch it at any point before no. that this was headed no, I or, Well, I
3: mean, she keeps on talking about the prostitute, the pro- I can't believe I went so low and was with yeah. the prostitute, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a nymphomania. Yeah, that Okay, mean, but
5: can I ask you guys this question though?
3: Sure. We
5: all know that she has had relationship issues. Now, I think this is kind of not brilliant, but I think it's kind of cool that they now give us a reasoning why some of her relationships might fail because she has this problem that we never heard of. But there's so- a root to her. there's now a root to the problem of her her failed relationships.
4: So having a baby with no daddy, that wasn't enough?
2: (laughs) Well, apparently she was trying to say that that may have preceded that because she mentioned like high school relationships with a counselor and with the cafeteria dude.
3: Cafeteria Earl. (laughs)
2: So (laughs) I I guess she was trying to say she's been very promiscuous from Jump Street Mm -hmm. and maybe that's why she ended up with the baby and... Didn't we have this discussion about how
5: many men she slept with in her and yes. you know in her life? I think the number was eighty. That is true.
2: It was. Oh wow! It was eighty. So, that was an episode. That is true. I mean, it was. I mean, it was alluded to,
5: but I mean, it wasn't like a spa, uh, expanded upon. You know what I mean?
2: But where does I, nymphomania I like come? It, wow. I actually
5: like that <laughs>
2: storyline. Of course you did. Of course you do. Um, I mean, I, I, I see her going to therapy <laughs> to like deal with some issues, but I just the whole sex addict <laughs> nymphomania thing because. Like maybe it's just because I don't envision sex addiction that way because she attempted to have relationships. She has a problem with commitments and, you know, giving her full heart and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, but sex addiction just doesn't has never come across even in. the relationship she has has but okay she had a sex group Problem. they passed the cupcake and chatted <laughs> and uh so she tried to i guess she was trying to be celibate at some point she decided she was going to be celibate right with uh pookie and didn't tell pookie which again oh, boy come on
4: and if you were gonna be okay without sex <sighs> then
2: why not carry melanie's baby Oh, well maybe she decided afterwards. Well, because Melanie's baby requires her attention and her yeah, it's a, uh, energy, she's focusing on Tasha.
3: Okay. Yeah. Don't sound so happy about it. Tasha was actually the one that annoyed me in this episode mm-hmm. and not yeah. just cuz okay, she's an info, but that whole communication barrier. Right. Yes. And not about like, you when so,
4: I, saw yeah. that, I was like, oh, It's, she's it's
3: just so frustrating. I mean, you have a good man in your life now and like Pookie, I'm bringing it into the end, says like, you could really make something really legitimate with this man mm-hmm. and you're gonna act so childish and just keep on, you know like, making stupid like, when he, con- like, I, it was really really annoying to watch yes, I agree,
2: I just, mean, it was equally as annoying to me as when, whatever the episode where she didn't tell him that she was thinking about right, having, having the, the baby, the baby. Right. it was like why don't you just say, you know what, I think we need mm-hmm. to wait on the sex thing and leave it at that like I want to wait a little while if you're Mm
3: -hmm. that much into self-sabotage might as well not try because that's like the worst level of self-sabotage and like even when people do that because people do do that a lot somewhat but don't you ever think like how can you hurt the person that you love so it's deeper than you you have a problem with commitment you have a problem with communication but when you see Pookie keep on asking her like why are you pushing me away why are you doing this to me and you're just still so caught up in yourself and being like oh don't wear that cologne don't <laughs> wear that it's like trying
2: silly. to be funny and I didn't think it was funny no, it just not seemed
5: at all. I disagree with both of you guys I actually enjoyed Ooh. this episode because of that reason <laughs> I mean it wouldn't I feel like it wouldn't be an episode if she went to a therapist and told Pookie right up front I thought it added to the comedy I think this is why we kind of want to watch the show it wasn't I mean, that's
2: funny not, yeah I don't think I didn't laugh out loud one time
4: I only really? laughed no. when she said I found you guys on Craigslist because I thought of you Kenny
2: <laughs> you actually Blind. laughed out loud you thought, thought it was <laughs> funny because she was sitting on the couch and he was trying to get close to her and that was funny no, to the you spaghetti scene.
5: I thought <laughs> it was humorous I, th- I thought there were a lot of funny moments in this episode as far as the, the whole sex addict and you know I just thought it was, I thought it was funny
2: eh Okay, I guess you can think it was funny, yeah. but I The only I just part didn't. that
3: redeemed itself was the end, when Pookie got to sit-in, and that's why I was saying that you're not allowed, because men really aren't allowed to the cupcake meetings. But, <laughs> okay. um, I really think cupcake. They should be. I liked when Pookie came in and he told everyone, okay, no, your problem is, yes. you know, you have low self-esteem, you have this, you have that. That's where it kind of redeemed itself, but mm. still, like, has Tasha really learned her lesson in all of this?
2: I don't know. I don't know. But I did appreciate Pookie a lot because he was standing there with all his manness Mm. and his big shoulders and big (laughs) arms and Isabel's grossed Uh, out because she doesn't think Pookie's
5: hot. And so we he went to prison for breaking and entering, right?
3: He went, oh wait what happened oh yeah right That's <laughs> I was surprised <laughs> We forgot the jail part no, no Cardi, the fact that, that, that he, he was, was just in her apartment and she's like how'd you get because in?
2: that's life now because you guys told me a long <laughs> uh-uh. what was it like three episodes ago, episodes ago that everybody's like oh it's normal that he showed no. up that's fine that's fine so I'm not even gonna bother with it no more y'all like Pookie all so... up in the house like he <laughs> belonged there then I ain't mad at least now they're kind of trying to sleep together before <laughs> then they were just like oh. dapped up oh. <laughs> Ooh.
3: Wait, what'd so. you think of it Kenny What would you think of Pookie just being in the apartment?
5: I I didn't mind it. I mean, he has
3: a place there now, you know? I I I agree with Kenny. He has a place there now. I didn't mind it because for Mm -mm. someone like Tasha that has so many issues, you have to be a man like Pookie that will just break it into. I will
2: give you that. I will give you that. Especially when he started talking to everybody else. It was like without him saying he's finally the man that she can't throw that shit at and get away with it. (laughs) so I understand that I still think it's crazy I mean I still think it's crazy that they're uh, even going at it the way that they are but whatever he showed up he came back he missed her gave her some meatballs told her therapy group that they all crazy and need to get it together no. don't hate
4: he's a wife feeder? no he took his shirt off uh, and I was like really feet. that doesn't bother you that he doesn't have a shirt underneath that sweater he's just wearing like I, I'm really annoyed by his there. character why? <laughs>
2: He's just a big, strong dude that's been in the pen. And he's breaking into her home. (laughs) Because they're in love and they're going to get it on Mm -hmm. probably by next episode. I think celibacy will probably end. I think it's
3: ended. I I don't think it's going to last. I'm surprised she didn't reference Think Like a Man Again because maybe that's the 90-day rule or something that she's trying to be celibate for.
2: Oh, oh well, she's obviously <laughs> going to fail that rule. And homegirl, who was teaching the group, is probably not going to last much longer.
4: Either. I love her. I actually I love her. I was, couldn't
2: remember her name, but I um, loved her on this Cooper other show. Or
4: yeah, I love so her. So she was a nice little guest
2: star that I appreciated. So <laughs> Tasha Sojourner Mac had to bring that up because I appreciate that middle name and it makes me smile, is now going to try to not play it safe with Pookie. Mm-hmm. So we will get to learn some more stuff about that in coming episodes. And by the way, go, um, uh, Chanchez. Mm-hmm. What is your name on the show that I can't even remember mm-hmm. because you're so irrelevant Malik. now Malik <laughs> <laughs> for talking to his boy and keeping it entertaining. Cause that was your few moments on the show. And I'm kind of getting worried because he told us in the beginning of the season that his character was going to have an interesting mm-hmm. sort of leap by the end of the season. And, where has he been? What is he well, doing? do you think he meant, like, maybe he storyline up football or something? I mean, well, was the drunk, like, oh, I got drunk because, was that it? Are we done with Malik for the season? Like, I don't know. I guess it's no, more of a prediction section. Bad. But he just has been sprinkled in, and I was just kind of curious. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, nice to see you. Do you mm-hmm. have a character on this show? Because you're not very, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a major storyline. Everybody else is just sort of.
4: Played out over the season, yeah. and even when they tried, how did he get drunk and everything? I was so confused
2: by it. I forgot, and it was one episode. Like, it was like happened? all of a sudden <laughs> he's yeah, drunk, and it him. was done. Right. So I was like, "Er." He looks okay. good, though. He looks good. He does. He's looking very nice, mm-hmm. very nice, very nice. <laughs> Go, Josea! Yes. You're still doing well. We still love you. And on that note, I guess we will shoot over to a commercial break, and then we'll be back with a little okay. bit more stuff to chatter about. <laughs> hey everybody, John
1: Comerford here I've got my Mad Men with me Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitak For all you fans of Mad Men, we're your After Buzz TV hosts of Mad Men Every Sunday right after the show 9.30, we're breaking down the episode You can also check us out on iTunes And YouTube The following morning We're going to get into the imagery, the symbolism, the structure We give you all the information on Mad Men That the other podcasts out there don't Very insightful, you're going to love it Check us out Please
5: Hello everybody, we are the LA Complex crew and we are here with Andre Fuller from the LA Complex who plays Caldrick King and you can catch LA Complex every Tuesday night on the CW at 9 o'clock. After that, come to our AfterBuzz TV show where we do a recap of the LA Complex. We talk about Raquel, we talk about sex tapes, we talk about, you know, relationships and you can catch us live at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, AfterBuzzTV.com. If you can't catch us live, go ahead and swing over to YouTube the next day. You can rate, you can comment, watch us. iTunes, same thing, download, rate, comment. And we would love to hear your feedback and we love to support guys. So please, please, please support us and support the LA Complex. Buzz, Bye. See you later. later. Hey
3: guys, this is the After Buzz TV crew for The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Woo! Don't forget to tune in every Monday night at 8 p.m. to see Adrian Barrow, Deanna Vaughn. Susan Hahn. Giselle Ugarty. Buzz
4: later!
0: After Buzz TV, what do you want to buzz about?
2: fun. We got new commercials. That's so exciting. And for all of those <laughs> listeners and viewers out there, we also have a special thing about flying that we would like to share with you. But Mr. Ronnie Jr. in the booth is going to share it with you right now.
1: <laughs> about flying? What,
2: I the, made what? that up, by that the way. Was good. That was good. <laughs> no you drew
1: me <laughs> that. in. I'm like, what's she saying? <laughs> uh, but it's good. No, literally go to Gamefly.com slash AfterBuzz TV. We got a deal for you. AfterBuzz always uh, gets good things going on. Did I really just say gets good things gets going? Gets good yes. things. They be gets and good good thing anyways some good. 15 nice. day free trial um, if you want to get on with Gamefly.com uh, like I said Gamefly.com slash AfterBuzz TV Gamefly.com is basically the Netflix for video games so for all the consoles you have oh. or whatever yeah so I'm talking about 8,000 games the whole deal so if you're a podcaster mm. you might be a gamer so it's kind of like our way at AfterBuzz to say thank you for that so
2: good information yeah. to know Yeah,
1: I mean you can fly too but that's a whole different website I mean
2: had you said video guys, I would have had a better little throw segue for you, boo, but I'll work that out next time, I promise. Next week, boo. I promise. Okay, so moving right along, we have a little special topic today, and it'll probably be fairly short, because I will be fascinated to see what the ladies answer with. So, introduced in this episode, Mr. Pookie decided to sort of diagnose all the crazy ladies at the cupcake meeting, and he asked one lady, why you don't just propose to your man? You've been waiting for two years, and he ain't proposed to you. Looking at the ladies across the table, we are all New women of the new millennium and whatnot. I'm curious, would you guys propose to a guy? Why does anybody have to propose? Why does anybody have to yeah. propose? Okay, well, that's interesting. You mean if you in marriage
3: altogether? Yeah,
2: what? Why get married when yeah. you're the only one? Are you married? I'm sorry. No. Okay, okay, so she is the only one married I was here right dragged, now. You were dragged,
4: Corny. You were dragged. Dragged. I'm
2: pretty sure you weren't dragged. <laughs> yes, I was. You were dragged. You and were it took alert. six years. It, and you a were baby. Still <laughs>
4: are you still married now? Yeah, but I mean, do you see me wearing a ring? No, and I got <laughs> married in June. I mean, why? Why get married at all? Yeah, but I—I I mean, if you feel like proposing, I think it could be women, men, bisexual, Kenny, be.
2: Cupcake, Kenny. are you Still Doesn't there? Doesn't <laughs> matter. I think if you feel it, I am here. Yeah. Would you propose Kenny to your boo?
5: Um, well, it depends on what situation I, I'm in. I mean, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm dating, if I'm dating a woman, then I would expect, I would probably be, I would probably propose to her.
2: Would you be um, bothered if she proposed yeah. to you or would it be uncomfortable or weird for you?
5: No, I don't, I think it's perfectly yeah, fine. Really? I, I think it's why those, you know... It's one of those double standards. If I can if if I can get on one knee and propose to you, why can't you do the same for me?
4: Okay, I don't know no, about I... getting on
2: one knee and all. But <laughs> <laughs> you mean, just mean a conversation, yeah? Like, like going... hey,
4: so you know, I don't think it's so.
2: Anything. You think hey, so maybe we should get married? Yeah, let's get married. And you never actually expect there to be like a formal like be my wife ring situation.
4: Well, I think nowadays women and men, uh, it's not like before where you kept relationships separate and you allowed him to come visit you and, you know, years of years of this and then he According wants to process. form something with you and at this point, he most men used to think marriage gets that for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I and, see you saying. know, now it's girls are it's just being giving so the so cow easy. and the milk. It's so, being so easy. either You know, both ways. And um, I think we all get used to a relationship like that or we just get comfortable, I think it's the word I'm looking for and we forget what I don't know.
3: I'm a twenty twelve independent <clears throat> woman and I like the thoughts of equality, but I think certain things are supposed to be the way they are because it it helps level the balance. Mm -hmm. And I think women tend to be more ready to get married than men in general. So I think a man has to be ready in order to make that commitment. I think if women start jumping the gun and proposing to men, I think that is causing a lot more pressure than there is already. I mean, in most situations of people that I know have been married, it's the woman pressuring the man to get married. But your situation was very it's different.
2: different. It's the exception more, I guess, maybe.
3: So, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I know I don't think I'd ever propose to a man. Never if he, a if man. he's not ready to propose to me, then... It's not going down. Then I need to find someone else okay. that so, can. Well,
5: family, here's my question to you. So when you're ready, you feel like this guy that you've dated for three years or oh. however many years, um, and you're like, okay, this is the one, this is the one, the one, this is the one, and he doesn't propose to you, but maybe he feels the same way, but he doesn't think that you're right. I mean, is this a discussion that you two have to have? Yes, of
3: course, of course. I I can't be telling Tasha to communicate, and I don't communicate in my relationship, so I would definitely talk about marriage and talk about what he thinks and and different things, but am I going to be the one to go buy the ring and get on on the knee? No way. I need a man, and certain things that come with it, and you have to step up to the plate in certain situations, so... I would not feel comfortable proposing to my man at all. Ronnie, are you there in the booth?
1: I am. I was on gamefly.com, but, <laughs> but, but, but I digress. What's up?
3: I'm curious, would
2: you want or be comfortable with a woman proposing to you?
1: Um, as far as proposing in any kind of uh, modern or, or, you know, keeping it traditional, I think any of these types of things can be looked at as the way it is now. It is 2012. There is no disrespect or the right way or the wrong way. I don't really believe in the whole classic like get on one knee, propose. I mean, it's nice and if it works, it works, but I don't think it's a deal breaker if it doesn't happen that way. I mean, hmm. modern. We, we, we're we not even in, we we are not in the 50s anymore. So, um, if if what Isabel, I think what she was saying was if it's just a conversation, it, that should be able to be fine. I know just that probably doesn't sound...
2: So then, are, okay, if there's a conversation, so well, does I guess that so, I guess, mean I guess, that there's no exchange of ring at that point, or do you just? Well, how, how about if
1: the dude ends up getting, um you know, like he doesn't have the financial means to take care of this that's woman or whatever? An excuse. No, <laughs> I don't. I, I, no, no, no. I, I, have thought,
4: to, I know, I'm sorry. I thought you were gonna say to get the ring she wants because that's a lot of excuses men no, use. T- t- how t- I no. haven't saved enough for the ring you want? You're never gonna save enough. <laughs> just get if it. If you didn't just get a. $200, $500, you're not going to get it. You can always upgrade, you know. But well,
1: they, I'm very single, so that's really not my issue to be talking about, but I will say that I do think, you know, it, it is very we're in 2012, recognize it as such, and you know, do, you do what works for the couple, you know what I mean? And there are a lot of couples that are modern as well and why, Why if, if the guy cannot pay for the ring or whatever, or has certain issues, uh, I mean, there's I know there's a couple that I was talking to the other day where they are not doing the elaborate wedding because they know financially it's going to ruin them both but they're more putting That's the focus smart. on the yeah. house and this is a girl she I uh, went to high school with and she's, she's getting married for the, I think the second or third time and this is what works for her right now so I, I can't knock any of that
4: alrighty what do you think Courtney? I love because that example with the house no the fact that the girl has been
2: married two or three times two or three times you're hilarious Isabel you're hilarious Um, what do Courtney think Courtney don't know what to think Courtney just knows she will not be proposing to a man I'm not entirely sure why that's the case other than hell to the null and my mama would be like what the hell are you talking about you proposing to that man so I mean I get it like I think obviously there has to be a conversation beforehand and like all things are figured out and I personally think that a proposal would never or should never be a complete surprise because you guys are supposed to be on the same page But I do think that there's. I think it sucks to label it as to be modern, is to not do that because I think that connotes some sort of negativity about tradition so to speak and i see some value in tradition and i see and obviously i mean there's all kinds of relationships now there's heterosexual there's homosexual there's whatever in between and people do lots of different things the sister wives got it all kinds of going (laughs) so i mean everything has to work for everybody else but But for me mm. and i don't think it to call say that i'm not being modern by saying hell no i'm not gonna do that (laughs) I think is sort of not true or accurate.
3: Don't throw the baby out. with uh, the Hey,
5: back. but, Courtney, I gotta jump in. I have to ask sure. you why exactly, because...
3: Why like exactly? You,
5: your answer, you gave your answer, but you kind of danced around the reason why. Why is well, it... Well, because like, I don't... For clearly.
2: Because I don't actually have, like, a real mm-hmm. argument, solid answer, other than a it's a way I would like things to be. And that I believe, personally, that... Once you discuss like whatever and you've decided what's working in your relationship as a man in my life, I think that shows a level of his value for me and his value for what he wants to do and have with me to do this ritual. And I recognize that as a ritual, it is not a requirement. It's not something that God has ordained as the only way to legitimately so- show your love for someone or what have you. But I, see value in it and I appreciate it and I would like it to happen for me. Well, actually I can't even say that for real because I don't know if I want to get married. But <laughs> if I decide I want to get married.
3: But I mean I agree with what I you're see saying that in value. order of tradition. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Just because there are certain things about the past and about our parents' generation that could be a little bit modernized doesn't mean that everything needs to be changed. It's the same thing kinda of with with having a baby out of wedlock. I mean It works for some people, but for me, I know I want to get married and then have a baby. And just because it's in modern times and relationship, anything goes. I think that's why we have such a problem with marriage. We don't really understand how serious it is and how it should be. And people are making it so loose that they're not even getting on one knee. Like, that's not the end of the world, people. And just like you said, getting a ring. People find the money to go get the car they want. But they don't find the money to right. get the ring for the person you want to be with for the rest of your life. It's kind of a cop out, and mm-hmm. men need to step up to the plate.
2: <laughs> it's an interesting question. Either way, you but, slice it. Uh, go I'm ahead. I'm sure you guys are on time. What I just,
5: I, I just, I mean, I just, I feel as though you know. A, couple, a man and a woman, they have a conversation about um, you know getting married, and they both agree that it's what they want. Now, is there a time limit as to when he actually goes and gets the ring and proposes, blah, blah, blah? I mean, are you gonna? No. Is there a time limit? So no. we I mean, had a discussion today. You got until this time next year. I mean, like, it's, like seriously. Like, well, I'm, I mean, I'm not,
2: I'm not throwing out. Just, I, am I'm, I'm not trying to say live in a world of idealism and romanticism that is not reality. Like, obviously, if you are together and you want to get married and you have like no money whatsoever, like you have to have realistic expectations right. of what is coming your way. But it could be. I mean, some people might decide that a lot lollipop ring is good enough. It's just the kindness and the thought that goes into Mm. setting up some kind of proposal whether it's all you do is come home one night and do something really sweet for the woman you want to marry and give her her lollipop ring. If she's happy with that (laughs) then I'm not mad. I personally do not want a lollipop ring. But that's just me. I'm not saying that it's got to be like that for everybody. I'm not saying there's a schedule. Everybody's got to have their own stuff. So they, you but figure I, I, it out. I do think there's pressure, though, in uh, there's society. There's When pressure. people see
4: you with someone for three years, and then you're mm-hmm. living with someone for a year mm-hmm. or whatever. So when are you guys getting married? It's like...
2: Yeah, girl, I get that question every other day.
4: <laughs> like, do I have to? Do I, I mean, have is to? Is there a time limit for
2: this? The question of marriage and when to do it and how to do it, it's just, it's an individual decision. Mm -hmm. So everybody's got to work it out and figure it out for themselves. And for those of you listening, if you would like to share your thoughts on when you would like to get married, and if you think there's a time limit for that (laughs) ring, go to iTunes. And when you go to iTunes... What you should really do is download all of our podcasts and then you should rate them and then you should write notes on them. And they really do make me laugh all the time, especially the people that thought that Melanie and Derwin should just go away. You made me laugh. I continue to laugh and it only takes a minute. So go to iTunes, download our podcasts. Make sure you make comments and rate us because we love you for it. And we want to know, do you want to get married? Would you propose to a man? Or a woman. Or a man-man. Or a woman-woman. Like, who knows? How do y'all decide it when you're in a same-sex relationship? I'd like to know. Obama's Um, okay with it. Who determines it? Who decides? Because y'all going to be getting married real soon. (laughs) Unless that other one. I'm not going to go there. I don't like you, (laughs) Mitt Romney. I'm sorry I said it. Next, moving on, we're going to go to news and gossip. After Buzz TV. TV News. So we have some breaking, breaking news, like literally broke, broke daddy down in like the last hour that Miss Nadia Stanley is going to share with us. Yes.
3: This is the biggest news this season. Yes. Isabel, hold on to your seats. I am. Hold tight. Hold that belly. Pooch Hall. <laughs> and Tia Maori will not be returning next season. There's rumors that they were fired. We don't know whether they fired or they left on their own will, but... Uh. Dee Dee McGuire radio personality broke it on Twitter and said, wow, Tia Mowry just called me and told me she was fired Mm -hmm. from the game. And then a couple hours later, Tia Tia, um, hit up Twitter and said, just wanted to let all my fans know that I will not be returning to the game for season six. It was an incredible run and I had lots of Fun. Hall has not commented yet, but mm, yeah. shocking. And and I blame Courtney and Isabel and probably Kenny too because you guys are sure saying it Kenny for weeks. Kenny was the
2: first one to yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, "They Kenny need to just go this. away." He started <laughs> it
3: and I'm
2: not surprised by Pooch Hall I actually thought they would just recast his role because mm-hmm. we all know he got another gig on right. a Showtime show and he made it very clear that that was his priority, priority early yeah. on so schedule wise and once I found out BT uh, renewed them for a full season so I'm assuming they'll probably be back in the fall as opposed to having to wait till January possibly mm-hmm. like I made it made sense right. but Tia so do, well, do you think they got rid of her because they didn't have him I don't know did they get... Because they're the core characters of the show, whether we like them or not. Right. Like, how, what, how huh? The world has sort of been built around yeah. those two characters. So, I'll, I'm will i shocked. Maybe Kelly's coming back. I, maybe she is, but... Because
3: we need another storyline. We need... Yeah, because even uh, though I love Chardonnay, she can't carry that's it. That's what I was well, just going to say. here's uh, my concern.
2: That I would like... No. Cause this is sort of coupling with predictions, I guess. But what do you guys think they're going to do? Like, is Chardonnay going to become a regular character gonna and then the it's going to be around him we're not quite in prediction yet because we kind of got some more news <laughs> I <laughs> was just saying like it's kind of like anyway <laughs> yeah. shocking news nonetheless Um wow. Kenny are you still there did we lose you? <sighs> Darn it. I this wanted to like know what best. he thought. I,
3: I think he hung up and ran right to, to Google. <laughs> no, I'm here.
2: Hello. Oh, my
4: I'm
3: God. Here. Kenny. We
2: have to know what you think with Tia being fired from the show and Pooch Hall being fired from the show or not coming back next season.
5: I, You know, I mean, this is it. I, I You know, if they, they're going to run another season. It's probably not going to make sense. It'll probably be the last <laughs> season of the game. And that's just real sad, though. You think?
3: It's sad, but weren't you rooting for it for the past couple of weeks?
5: <laughs> I mean, I was, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's still the show that we watch and we love, and those are the, the core characters, and I've never seen a, a show be successful uh, losing the two stars. The two stars so. of yeah. the
2: show, which is fast, especially because the other characters really haven't right. built a major, like, present storyline that they could— totally run the whole show around like I don't like, what is don't... this gonna cause like are people gonna quit are people <sighs> well here's my other question mm. they may have been fired but does that just mean they are being recast
3: right doesn't mean so that their characters, characters are gone oh. and they're
2: just being recast which still doesn't quite make sense because I don't know why tia would have been recast but maybe they're just being recast and they're going to bring somebody else well
3: the only thing I have to say is be careful what you wish for my After Buzz co-host because you guys are very powerful Kelly come back very powerful apparently and you never know what can happen well
2: what could happen is that this could totally turn into an entirely different show which may be very amazing and we will appreciate it and it'll actually be BET stamp on the show instead of the messy in between stamp Mm -hmm. that they've done for the last season and a half Mm -hmm. so so wishing them the best and hopefully whatever works out that way works out. And if you're gonna miss Tia the way that we all are, you can still catch her on her reality show this summer starting in June with her sister Tia and Tamara too. They'll be on the Style Network starting in June. I'm very excited for them because I like that show.
4: So do I. Like. So I'm gonna watch it again. So now we get to watch another one be pregnant.
2: Yes. We, last season we watched Tia. I wonder when they were taping though because she just announced pregnant but Maybe. Oh, I don't right, know how far along right, right. she actually is. I don't know. But congratulations to them. At least they have that. And her t s TV movie mm-hmm. will be out at some point, I think, around the holidays. And uh, in other news, we've also... It almost seems like everything else pales in comparison, but I'll read it anyway. <laughs> so the whole Mara Bracca Kill machine, obviously they have Being Mary Jane, which is mm-hmm. their new pilot, coming to BET. And they keep it in the family because Tika Sumter has joined the cast and will be right next to Gabrielle Union, our former drunken messed up model from the game. Mm -hmm. So go her for getting a new job. Congratulations, Tika. Have fun with that. I can't wait to see it. Did that sound negative? I didn't mean it. Like, I'm glad she got a job. I'm just, I'm so not excited about this show. It just doesn't seem like I, and I'm going to watch it and see what it is. But it just, based on what I know of Gabrielle Union and then the people that I'm seeing alongside her, like, I kind of just don't get it. Like, it doesn't seem like something that she would be doing and I just don't. And it's an hour show. Like, it's a drama, I guess. Dramedy. I
3: think it's kind of their version of Sex in the City. Which no. is why I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I just, um, yeah. single ladies has tried it and it's still trying. So
2: we'll see. Maybe it'll be great. So we got a little brown people news. Not very much. I guess I don't get a bumper.
0: Brown people news.
2: <laughs> um. So I found this kind of shocking and amazing. Of course, everybody knows that I'm obsessed with Britney Spears. So this week, um, X Factor... Mm-hmm. announced that they have two new judges mm-hmm. they have britney spears of course which mm-hmm. is not brown people news but in my heart she's a brown person
4: <laughs> and she's
2: crazy oh uh, uh, no, no why why she had to be crazy she just had a moment of touched behavior <sighs> <Okay>. anyway but <laughs> they've brought along
3: a youthful brown lady mm-hmm. demi lovato another crazy one I didn't, I didn't like that casting perfectly. I That's thought it a was crazy. crazy one. I thought it was nuts. Especially Shaka Khan was the person that they were deciding over. It's it make sort of sense. like,
4: it's Demi Lovato, Britney Spears, and Ellie Reed. And then if you watch the announcement, it's like, miss, you know, this amazing singer, Britney Spears. Did they forget Demi's so singer? so they didn't have anything to describe right. i just I felt so bad
2: i saw that and i really was kind of like really like are you just trying to feed that Justin Bieber Demi Lovato that's, Selena Gomez audience that's like, the thing I'm but shocked. there's
3: not much of a difference between right. Britney Spears no. audience so they keep on pushing they're going to get the young tweens but demi's not even that I mean I don't know I'm not a tween but I don't think she's that popular Selena would have actually been a better choice than Danny I mean I think even TMC
4: who never makes Crazy jokes, but yeah. didn't know who she was. I mean, they were really like we <laughs> just came across her when we found out she was cutting herself. But yeah. really,
3: and that's the thing: two people that have been in rehab. I mean, Brittany is yeah. just well, maybe recovering. That's why, that's why. Because
2: we want to, but see, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, Brittany's gonna be too medicated. Like she's not gonna be entertaining. Yeah, like I gonna think be yeah. she's great, but she'll yeah. be too calm. And Demi is probably trying to be calm. So I don't know. Mm. Whatever. <laughs> she is has a new job, and congratulations All to you hair. and.
3: She's making a million dollars in episodes. Holy One million? B- what? But wait, Britney is making 15. 15. 15 right? I On her look here Simon Cowell
2: <laughs> Courtney you need to start cutting your cow I will freaking X Factor I can't sing worth a dig dong but I will sit there and tell them they can't sing and be much more entertaining than that Demi yes. Lovato ever would be After both uh, TV exclusive. I'm hot anyway we about to wrap this up y'all I'm going on tangents so that don't make no sense but I did want to say congratulations out to one of the most amazing writer creators in obviously television right now Shonda Rhimes another show of hers has officially been picked up Scandal. We'll be back with Carrie Washington in the lead as mm-hmm. Olivia Pope rocking it out, making me jealous and wish every single day <laughs> that I was her. So, congratulations to those ladies and that entire cast and crew. That show.
3: And the Afterbus scandal is amazing. Two thumbs up.
2: Right I'm not a part of the Afterbus scandal right now, but I will be Debo in a spot in the fall. FYI. So anyway, <laughs> that's our news and gossip for this week. It is episode eighteen, season five. We still got FOMO to go, but right now we're gonna predict and talk about stuff, now, so we can go home. predictions. All right, start across the table. So, from mm-hmm. what
4: I saw, here comes real Pookie. Real Pookie, bringing his little friends. He was so funny, bringing all his little hood friends.
2: All his little hood friends back to the hood. Mm-hmm. To the new hood, right in San Diego. All right, that's what you got Just for predictions, because you don't like Pookie. What you got, Stanley?
3: Um, I'm trying to think if Tasha's gonna break her celibacy if she's gonna let him eat her cupcake. Oh. And I oh. think oh. Them cakes. Is <laughs> it too much for you. No, I am so eat
4: glad you said cupcake
3: because I thought you were gonna say <laughs> <cakes. laughs> no. This is a PG-13 show. We try um, to
2: be PG-13. I haven't said the F word in forever, so this is amazing. You're I think, definitely
3: PG. I think <laughs> Tasha, they're going to go through some drama, but I think she's going to break down and sleep with Pookie and it's going to be amazing. I
2: think that is kind of gross because <laughs> their kissing was really gross.
3: So I don't know. I mean, I guess
2: I can't imagine her staying celibate, especially after his little speech. Because I think she wanted to jump on his bones right there, right. and I think the leader of the group wanted to too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, whatever. I don't know. I guess Melanie's still gonna be gone. And um,
3: I did want to say about Melanie. Sorry to interrupt yeah, you, no. but I have a feeling that she's not gonna get into. John Hopkins, Hopkins because she's they, just interviewing. She's just interviewing, and then she'd have to come back home, and that could actually cause more drama between the two of them, and they really break up.
2: Hmm. But now that they're leaving, I wonder if they just because this was already taped. So I'm interested how if they just he goes, oh, I'm going to live in D.C. and commute for football. I don't know. Mm. All I know is we got a whole right. lot of loose ends in this series of the game. We got Chardonnay making Kool-Aid and wondering if she's going to be with Kobe (laughs) and Malik don't have a storyline and now we may not have our two main characters. So I'm at a loss. I don't know what's going to happen, but hopefully we get some sex next week. That's not gross. I'll leave it at that. Leave it at that. Thank you for joining us here at AfterBuzz TV. Don't forget, make your comments on iTunes. Shop at Amazon.com through AfterBuzzTV.com. You can find me on Twitter at Stuart Starlet.
3: At your girl, Stanley. Oh, is c 360? She don't know it for real. I do. And
2: Kenny has one, too, but I can't tell you what it is. So we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for joining us. And have a wonderful week, and we'll see y'all next week.
0: From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.